Hello, this is Sophie Warren, and welcome back to the SMW Podcast, Bible Reading for All Ages. Today we're going to read the new book of Leviticus, chapters 5 to 8. Let's begin. Chapter 5. If anyone sins because they do not speak up when they hear a public charge to testify regarding something that they have or learned, that they have seen or learned about, they will be held responsible. If anyone becomes aware that they are guilty, if they are unwittingly touched or unwittingly touch anything ceremonially unclean, where, whether the carcass of an unclean animal, wild or domestic, or of any unclean creature that moves along the ground, and they are aware, unaware that they have become unclean, but then they come to realize their guilt. Or if they touch human uncleanness, anything that will make them unclean, even though they are unaware of it, but they, but then they learn of it and realize their guilt. Or if anyone thoughtlessly takes an oath to do anything, whether good or evil, in any matter one might carelessly swear about, even though they are unaware of it, but then they learn of it and realize their guilt. When anyone becomes aware that they are guilty in any of these matters, they must confess in the way that they have sinned. As a penalty for the sin they have committed, they must bring to the Lord a female lamb or goat from a flock as well as, as, well as to bring to a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for them for their sin. Anyone who can afford a lamb is to bring two doves and two pigeons or two pigeons to the Lord as a penalty for their sin, one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. They are to bring them to the priest, who shall first offer the one for the sin offering. He is to wring its head from its neck, not dividing it completely, and is to splash some of the blood of the sin offering against the side of the altar the rest of the blood must be drained out of the base of the altar it is a sin offering the priest shall then offer the then offer the other as a burnt offering in the prescribed way and make atonement for them for the sin they have committed and they will be forgiven forgiven if however they cannot afford two doves or two young pigeons. They are to bring, they are to bring as an offering for their sin, a tenth of an ephah, of the finest flour for a sin offering. They must not put olive oil or incense on it, because it is a sin of faring. They are to bring it to the priest, who shall take a handful of it, of it as a memorial portion, and burn it on the altar on top of the food offerings presented to the Lord it is a sin offering in this way the priests will make an atonement for them for any of these sins they have committed and they will be forgiven the rest of the offering is to belong to the priest as in the case of the grain of faring the guilt offering the Lord said to Moses when anyone is unfaithful to the Lord by sinning unintention unintentionally in regard to any of the Lord's holy things, 
They are to bring to the Lord as a penalty a ram from the flock, one without defect and one of the proper value in silver, according to the sanctuary's shekel. It is a guilt offering. They must make restitution for what they have failed to do in regard to the holy things. Pay an additional penalty of a fifth to its value and give it all to the priest. The priest will make an atonement for them will the ram as atonement for them with the ram as a guilt offering, and they will be forgiven. If anyone sins and does what is forbidden in any of the Lord's commands, even though they do not know it, they are guilty and will be held responsible. They are to bring to the priest as a guilt offering a ram from the flock, one without defect and of the proper value. In this way the priest will make make an atonement for them for the wrong they have committed unintentionally. They will be forgiven. It is a guilt offering that they have been guilty of wrongdoing against the Lord. Chapter 6 The Lord said to Moses, If anyone sins and is unfaithful to the Lord by deceiving a neighbor about something entrusted to them, or left in their care about or left in their care or about something stolen, or if they cheat their neighbor, or if they find lost property and lie about it, or if they swear falsely about any such sin that people may commit, when they sin in any of these day these days and ways, and realize their guilt, they must return what they have stolen and taken by extortion, or what was entrusted to them, or the lost property that found that they found, or whatever it was that they swore falsely about. They must make a restitution in full, add a fifth of the value to it, and give it all to the owner on the day they present their guilt offering. And as a penalty, they must bring to the priest, that is, to the Lord, their guilt offering, a ram from the flock, one without defect and one of the proper value. In this way, the priest will make atonement for them before the Lord, and they will will be forgiven in any things they did to make them be guilty. The burnt offering. The Lord said to Moses, Give Aaron and his sons this command. These are the regulations for the burnt offering. The offering is to remain on the altar throughout the night. If anyone touches it, they may bring a sin offering for a lamb. If anyone touches it during the night or during the day, if you are being watched, you must have a sin offering. And trust the Lord. It will keep burning and the fire will keep spreading on the altar. The priest shall then wear some fine linen clothes, linen undergarments next to his body, and shall remove the ashes from the offering that the fire has consumed on the altar. He is to take off the fine linen and put other clothes and carry the ashes outside to a camp. The fire on the altar must keep burning. It will. It must not go out. The, each morning, the priest is to add firewood and arrange the burnt offering on the fire and burn the fat of the fellowship offerings on it. The grain offering. 
These are the regulations for the grain offering. Aaron's sons are to bring it before the Lord in front of the altar. The priest is to take a handful of the finest flour and dump it on the offering. Dump it on the offering with some olive oil. It must be it must be mentioned as a memorial or as an aroma. Aaron and his sons will eat the rest of it. It is to be eaten without yeast in a sanctuary area and not in the tent of meeting. It is not to be baked with yeast. I have given some food offerings that have been presented to me. If, like a sin offering and the guilt offering, it has to be holy. If a male descendant, any male descendant that is related to Aaron or his sons, they may eat it. For all Aaron's generations to come in his per perpetual share of the food offerings presented to the Lord. The Lord also said to Moses, This is an offering Aaron and his sons are to bring to the Lord on the day he is anointed, a tenth of an ephah, of the finest flour he can find. It must be prepared with oil on the griddle. It, it must be well mixed, well presented. The grain offering will be the grain offering will be broken into pieces as an aroma. The son who succeeds the son who wishes to succeed him as anointed priest shall prepare it. It is the Lord's perpetual share and is and it is to be burned completely. Every grain offering of a priest shall be burned completely. It must, it must not be eaten. If you eat the grain offering that has been presented to the Lord, you must find a female or male goat and slaughter it before the Lord as a sin offering and as an aroma that you have condemned in your sin. Say, the Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron and his sons, these are the regulations for the sin offering. The sin offering is to be slaughtered before the Lord in the tent of meeting in front. It is to be most holy. If the priest if the priest who offers it, it shall be eaten. It is to be eaten in a sanctuary area. In the courtyard or in the courtyard of the tent of meeting. Any after it is after it's been slaughtered, Aaron's sons, the priests, shall splash blood on the sides of the altar, and it is to be splattered on the garment. You must wash it on the sanctu in the sanctuary area. The clay pot in the meat is cooked. The clay pot the meat is cooked and must be broken. But if it is cooked in a bronze pot, the pot is to be scoured and rinsed with water. Any male in a priest's family may eat it. It is most holy. But any sin offering to those whose blood is brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement is in the holy place that must not be eaten. It must be burned up. Chapter 7. The Guilt Offering These are the regulations for the guilt offering, which is most holy. The guilt offering is to be slaughtered in the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered.
and the blood it's to be splashed against the sides. All its fat shall be offered, the tail, the covers, and the internal organs. And both kidneys, near the loins, and the long lobe with the liver, is to be removed with the kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar as a food offering presented to the Lord. Any male in a priest's family may eat it, but it must be eaten in the sanctuary area. It is most holy. The same law applies to both the sin offering and the guilt offering. They belong to the priest who makes an atonement with both of the offerings. The priest who offers the burnt offering and anyone that may keep it hide for himself. Every grain offering baked in an oven or cooked in a pan or on the griddle belongs to the priest who offers it. And every grain offering, whether mixed with olive oil or dry, belongs equally to all the sons of Aaron. Chapter 8. The Ordination of Aaron and His Sons Bring Aaron and his sons their garments, anointing oil, and the bull for a sin offering. Two rams in a basket containing with bread, without yeast. Gather an entire assembly at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Moses did as the Lord commanded him. And the assembly gathered at the entrance of the tent meeting. Moses said to the assembly, This is what the Lord had commanded done. And then Moses brought Aaron and his sons for, for ward and washed them with water. He put a tunic on Aaron, tied the sash around him, clothed him with the robe, and put the ephod on him. He also fastened the ephod with a decorative waistband, which he tied around him. He placed the breastpiece on him to put the urim in the to him in the breastpiece. Then he placed the turban on Aaron's head to set the gold plate, the sacred emblem, on the front of it, as the Lord commanded Moses. He did the same thing to his sons. He put the tunic on the sons, tied the sash around them, clothed them with the rope, and put the ephod on them. He also fastened the ephod with a decorative waistband, which he tied around them. He placed the breast piece on him, on he placed the best piece on them, and put the urim and threw him on the breast piece. Then he placed the turban on both the sons' head heads and set the gold plate, the sacred emblem, on the front of it, as the Lord commanded Moses. These, my people, they have done all the offerings. They have gave you the commandments. They have taught you how to be servant and polite to me. But as you offer your offerings, these people will lead you of guidance to know me in the tent of meeting. You must follow every commandment I do. You must follow every offering that I say. You must be pleased and make pleasement to the Lord, your God. If you do all of these offerings that I have told you, then you will be then you will be in the holy place with Aaron and his two sons. That is all for today. I hope you really liked this video. We're going to read more of Leviticus next time. We will see you 
next time. Have a blessed day. Good night.